Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. So we're doing a series on how to use your website to brand like a baller. During these six episodes, we'll be covering, number one, what is a website, past, present, the evolution, and how it affects your brand and your business. Number two, who the hell are you marketing to? And how does your website design and or functionality make that happen? Number three, setting up your website like restaurants, branding expert approach versus internet marketing where numbers count. Number four, user experience, one page versus multiple pages. Number five, maintenance, ways to keep your website fresh so your site visitors have a good experience and impression of your brand. And finally, number six, we're gonna talk about now what? How these topics have affected our own approach to our websites. And so today's topic number three, which is setting up your website like a restaurant. And we're also going to talk about the branding expert approach versus the internet marketing approach to your website as well. And so let's start with the importance of how you set up your website and why we suggest thinking like a restaurant owner. So Mike, why don't you take it from here, number one. So what is the restaurant approach? I think it's something that we came up with when we were just hungry, maybe. Imagine that there's two restaurants. They serve the same food. They're side by side. Why do people go to one restaurant over another? It could have something to do with it being clean, uh, maybe the de decor, or it just gives a, a more welcoming feeling than other place. If you think about how people are searching for products and services online, it's kind of a similar process. You're always going to be up against another restaurant, let's say. You've got to do some things that capture attention. Uh, you have to be relevant. And this happens when people are sort of scanning your website versus others that offer something very similar. If you can provide enough relevant information on your website, just like a restaurant tries to do, you increase your chances of people seeing that you have uh, something that they want or even need. Right, exactly. And I think that also goes to how, um, for example, if you, if you also see those two restaurants and one of them has a whole bunch of customers in them and the other one is totally empty. So, you know, how that can relate to your website is, let's say your website is really outdated. The content you have on there is either really sparse or it's so outdated that people think, okay, well, they're not even doing anything. Are they even still offering the service they're offering? Whereas the other website will have very up-to-date blog posts or, you know, uh, for example, their copyright date is the current year. It'll just look like things have been updated. The design is fresh and, and, uh, and new looking as opposed to the other one, which is really old and, you know, from like the 80s or 90s or whatever, whenever the website started coming up. So that is what we're talking about when it comes to thinking about your website like a restaurant. Cool? All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the second thing we want to talk about was the branding expert versus internet marketing approach to setting up a website. Now, these two, I guess, types of people will set up a website in slightly different ways. A branding expert will likely try to focus more on looks. They'll think, oh yeah, you gotta get like these fancy images and like all these different designs and it's gotta look a certain way or whatever for people to, to come here. Uh, so that would be more of a branding type of approach. Whereas the internet marketing expert will likely focus more on how your website will convert visitors into customers and clients, right? So they think, okay, well, we, do, we put this here for a specific reason because we know that from our testing, this will convert you know, X number of people more than if you put it down here kind of thing. So that's the kind of approach that they would take. I also think that with internet marketing focused websites, there's more of a, a focus on the content itself. Uh, so like this idea of creating lots and lots of stuff that's going to be useful for a client as opposed to a branded website has more of this, you know, how can we just get the, the look and feel of everything 
kind of have a, a certain emotional effect when you arrive on the website, but not necessarily focused on teaching someone. Right, exactly. So you know, one of the examples of the branded type of website would be like an Apple website. If you go over to Apple, you'll see that, okay, it's very clean and nice, and, and it's also very functional, of course, and people do buy from there as well. But their main focus when you hit apple.com is to just basically show you their brand, right? To make it look like, yeah, I want this stuff because it looks pretty or whatever. And then what about yeah. the example for an internet marketing website? You want to talk about that? Yeah, and just, yeah, so an example would be Quick Sprouts. Immediately when you go to their website, they want you to engage with them in some way. Like they offer sort of a free evaluation of your website performance. So this is already trying to get you going to start thinking in the realm of, okay, things to improve my business, my online business, because that's what they're all about. And then if you look at their website, it's very sort of the standard blog where you've got content on the left, uh, some and a sidebar on the right, where everything is really focused on trying to get you to sign up for things, uh, for their courses and, and the products that they offer. Okay, cool. And then the third one, the third thing that's really important about this whole website thing is that your website definitely should look good but it should also serve the main purpose for having a website for your business, which is to get people to do business with you, right? That's sort of the whole point of having it. Right? Otherwise, you know, why bother? We just have like a regular old you know, Twitter feed or whatever. You don't need anything else, right? So you need the website yeah. because it has to look good, but definitely you want that to convert and, and uh, create business for you as well. So just to give examples of this, when I talk with some people, they'll say, yeah, I, I want a website and it needs to be... Uh, it needs to feel alive, uh, fresh feeling, uh, you know, give a lot of energy. And you ask them, well, why does it need to do all those things? And they'll say, because I want it to, because it looks nice and that's my brand. And it's like, okay, well, but I think from a business standpoint, you know, if you have all those elements, does that equate to, you know, increasing your sales? Like, can you say, like, do you have a goal or a target of, you know, increasing by 5% by doing a, a redesign of something? And so that's why I've noticed with some people have this idea, they'll say like, okay, I want to do, uh, I want to redesign my website because I think uh, something, there's a flaw from it's, it's people are not converting as much and I want to change this. So, right. They'll think of it from a design perspective rather than from you know, not only design, but maybe the content and how people are engaging with the website perspective, right? So let's talk about some actionable steps to take away from today's podcast. What's number one? That's yours. Oh, that's mine. All right. Okay. So let's consider, so definitely consider setting up your website to focus on conversion as we've just been talking about. You can even think about your website as, say, for example, like a house tour where maybe you're going to lead your website visitors from one area of your website to another area. Uh, as an example, maybe on the homepage, you have something that says, okay, well, to learn more about this thing here, you know, take this little small action, which is clicking over to another area of your website. And then eventually, you can lead them to your main call to action. So that could either be asking them to buy directly, maybe to opt in to your newsletter or your, you know, your website thing or whatever, your, your newsletter or what is it? Yeah, your newsletter, right? That's what you opt into. <laughs> Opt into your Sounds blog good. or whatever, right? <laughs> uh, you can also ask them maybe to share or to like your page or the, whatever they're reading. So anything that gets them to convert or to take some sort of action. So you're kind of leading them along and then saying, okay, do this, do this, and then now do this final thing for me as well. Okay, another thing you can do if you're a small business, you're not like an Apple or a Nike, uh, what's good is to address questions that your audience is going to have anyway. You know, it kind of gives a sign already that you're thinking about what they're thinking or what, you know, what concerns them. So if you know issues and you're tackling them before 
people even bring them up. It's just one less thing that you have to talk about during the whole process, the sales process. Right, exactly. I think we talked a little bit about that in our last episode as well, about how just you know, showing people that we actually understand them and that what they're, why they're on their website is going to be uh, found. The reason why they're there, we're going to show them that, yeah, you're in the right place kind of thing. Okay, and then the last one, uh, this is something that, that maybe you can take as well for the last one. Yeah, just don't overthink your website. People, when they want to create a website, they get into this, uh, okay, I need uh, 10 pages to communicate this and that, and they can probably sum it up much shorter. So, and the, the problem with this is that a project that maybe could be completed in, in one week, it ends up taking much longer than that. So, so just find a starting point. Uh, this idea of pages and stuff, maybe you don't need 10 pages, maybe you just need one, uh, and that can do the job. So start simple and then just work your way up. And the way that you work your way up is by getting some feedback from your clients or people that don't want to do business with you. You ask them, well, why didn't you? Was I missing something from my website? And that's going to help feed like what you should be putting on your website as you go forward. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand.